Bro, I be telling you, bro, she spray, spray gas on the stage. She hella funny, bro. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie Foster. Catch her on the stage, yeah, you know she's a monster. Hair done, nails did, always looking so proper. She the real deal like some homemade pasta. Everywhere she goes, she flow like the water. And she's too hot for y'all, unlike your mama. Always cool, no need for drama. She spit straight gas like a petrol llama. Straight gas like a petrol llama. Hey guys, it's episode 10. Very special. Every 10th episode, I'm going to be interviewing a family member, and this time it was my mom. This episode is really special because we actually taped it live, so you'll hear a live audience. The audio won't be as good as usual, but the content is better. Um, So make sure you share with your friends and have them take a listen, and you'll also get a little bit of my comedy at the end. Enjoy. All right, guys. Welcome to the next episode of Petrol Llama. This is a very special episode because tonight I have not only a live audience, but I have the most requested guest I've ever gotten. Yes, tonight I have my mother, Loretta Foster, on the podcast with me. Are there any jokes that I tell that you wish I did not tell? There's a few that are uncomfortable. (laughs) Is it the blowjob one? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you should have taught me. Did you not think I was fuckable before this? <laughs> we had a talk when you were five about the birds and the bees and it went so poorly because we had a boy dog and he was turning into a man dog and he didn't have quite control of things. And it came out one day, and she thought the dog was dying. (laughs) So I tried to talk to her about what was happening, and this is how God made him, so that he could have babies one day, or not he, but so that he could mate with a female dog, and this is how God made them. So I was so proud of myself. I thought I did so well until she starts petting the dog, and then here it came out again, and she went... And then she leaned a whisper so the dog wouldn't hear and told me, look, the dog thinks we're mating. <laughs> and I wonder why my first blow dog was <laughs> So there was no time between the ages of five and 22 <laughs> that you thought we might need an update conversation? <laughs> had the sex talk. That explains a lot. <laughs> You've met Momo. <laughs> I have met everyone. Um, so, your favorite thing to call my father when you're mad at him is cocksucker? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is. So, and if you're wondering, just ask my grandmother. She hears that all the time. Um, what is your favorite thing to call dad when you like what he's doing? Poodle. Poodle, this is a roast for my dad. Um, why poodle? Um, 
What's her name on Will and Grace said it, and I just thought that it was Close funny. To. What's her name? Karen on Will and Grace. That's all. It's just funny. You need to hold closer. The there Sorry. you go. <laughs> Something I, I wish you would have taught me. <laughs> um, you once told me that you have two chances for a mother-daughter relationship. One is when you're the mother, and the other one's when you're the daughter. And we haven't always gotten along. <laughs> when is a time that you wanted to murder me? One time? <laughs> Your favorite murder. Oh, I know. I think you were three. We didn't get very far in our mother-daughter relationship. And she could pee on demand if she didn't like the outfit I put her in. <laughs> Dead winter. She was held in on wearing sundress. I put her in winter clothes, peed in them, said, uh-oh, can't wear it. <laughs> I knew you were special from that moment on. <laughs> I am very special. Um, what is one thing that you wish you would have told me besides the sex talk um, when I was younger that you didn't tell me? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I feel like I nailed it. No, I don't know. <laughs> Did I tell you to be a strong enough woman? I'm not sure I did. What makes you say that? I don't know. Um, I think. Is uh, it all the shitty men I pick? <laughs> no. I think that message is just given a lot more now than it was probably 20 years ago. I like that. Um, what's one thing that you are surprised about me? Oh my gosh. Nothing really surprises me anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe the quantity of tattoos. <laughs> okay, that's the first time I heard that feedback. <laughs> um, so, I want you to describe me when I was little. What was I like? Mm. Strong-willed child, for sure. Um, but also fun-loving. You were very inquisitive. And you always felt like you were, I don't know, wise beyond your years. <laughs> I like that. Um, what else? Okay, so what is the moment that you felt the proudest of me? Couldn't I have got these questions beforehand? <laughs> I'm proud of you all the time. I don't know what, there's not like one defining moment. Jesus, really? <laughs> it's for you to decide. Oh, apparently she has one in her mind. <laughs> Just um, pick a moment, maybe. Wow. Just every time you reach a goal that I know you've worked for, everything from college to winning the Stickle Award to sobriety to career to everything, I'm proud of it all. Did you know I needed to get sober before I did? <laughs> well, I'm not around you every day because you live in LA, so it was hard to determine that. Um, so I had questions, but it wasn't where I could actually determine it, so no. Yeah. So we went on a really cool vacation. When I lived in Barcelona, we decided to go to France for a couple of days. 
And the first night there, I looked at my mother, her first time in France, and she, and I was like, hey mom, what do you think? And she said, well, <laughs> it is beautiful here, but Lord, could they use some work on their diet coke? <laughs> What's the favorite place that we've traveled together and maybe like a story from that trip? Uh, probably to Machu Picchu. Mm. So we went um, to Peru for a wedding and then we traveled on to Machu Picchu. Um, she was very upset I wouldn't do the two day hike and I bust in. But I don't know if you've met me, I'm not really the hiking, camping type person. <laughs> um, so just that in itself was a pretty awesome experience. I would agree. I would have liked to hike there, uh, but yeah. And a massage. <laughs> oh yeah, and we got a massage right afterwards because we bust up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. Um, what else? Do you have any questions for me? Oh, God. What's your one childhood memory that just stands out in your mind? Honestly? I don't know why I asked that question. No, it's a good one. It's weird, though. It's from my brother's birthday party, and we always got pinatas. Big bird. Big bird. It was a big bird. And so it was time to beat the shit out of the pinata, like one does, right? And so we start hitting the pinata, and my brother balls crying. Why are you beating a big bird? <laughs> and that's when I thought I was adopted. <laughs> Um, so you do have two children. I do. And you had them at 20, you were done having kids by 21? Two. 22. Um, that makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Although I know you would never go back in time, how do you think your life would be different if you had kids later? No. <laughs> I'm okay with not wanting to answer that question. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. It probably would have been a little more career heavy. Not, um, not that I would change anything the way it was. We know. I know, you know. Um, I can't really think of anything. I don't feel like I can stop on anything. What career specifically would you have pursued? They invited Becky Lynn. Either interior decorating or some kind of true crime. Which I still feel we could make into one show. Like, you know, the first half we search for someone's loved one. And then when we can't find them, we rearrange their living room. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I get my humor from. <laughs> Speaking of true friend, um, I have never seen someone so excited about jury duty in my life. <laughs> My mother called me after the first day of jury duty and she was like, well, I'm in Greece, everybody. And I was like, how'd you do that, Mom? And she was like, well, after the first day, we all went back to that juror room and I just looked around and was like, is it just me or do y'all want to make that law and order noise? Pom <laughs> pom. <laughs> Um, what kind of trial were you on? What happened? Give us, oh, wow. Sounds important. People died. Yeah, people died. Um, that's true crime. <laughs> Somebody was 
making a live Facebook feed while driving down the road and then a motorcycle swerved in front of them and they hit the guy and killed him. So. Way to bring the podcast. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you and dad have been married for how long now? 36 years. So young, how do you, how do you keep a marriage like that together? Be appropriate. <laughs> but tell the truth. <laughs> you have to be best friends. You have to enjoy each other's company. Amen. Say more than that. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Get up on stage in front of a crowd and do what you do. Yeah. 
I had a whole handle of vodka, and then we smoked this guy's weed. We don't know, and your father's passed out. Should I go to the room? And I was like, Mom, I think there's something the kids like to call crossfading. You should just lay down, close your eyes, and go to sleep. Dad's doing the right thing. Okay, let's see some of the other questions. I'm trying to remember. All right, well, I asked some questions to every guest that I have on my podcast. And the first one is, when is the last time you shit your pants? (laughs) Not figuratively. And don't. Don't lie. You got quiet. Have you ever met me? Okay. That wouldn't happen in front of God or anybody. Your dad and I were married eight years before I ever farted in front of him. In front of me, Jesus. I really don't. I swear I do not have a story, but I do have a question because I already know the answer. When is the last time you have ever shit your pants? (laughs) Recently. Um, So I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm celiac, which means that I'm actually allergic to gluten. It's not just a cute thing I do. So um, I accidentally ate some gluten, and the next day I was going to the art supply store. And this is during the pandemic in San Francisco where they took it seriously. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm in the art supplies store, and you know that feeling you get when you're just sweating? And you know that it's bad news? So I went up to the front counter and I was like, can I please use your bathroom? And she was like, no, no one can, it's a pandemic. I was like, where's the closest one? She said, it's about 12 blocks from here. That wasn't happening. So I went and sat down in my car. And I don't know if you guys know this, but when you sit down in your car, it's the exact motion you do to take a shit. And it was happening. So I looked around my car for the first thing I could find. And it was a white piece of paper. So I sat that down and tried to shit on it. <laughs> My dog is in the car with me and parked alongside a very busy road in San Francisco. And my dog is with her paws up on the window. So people are looking inside the car and I am just relieving myself. I took off the car cushion, the chair cushion, seat cushion, Cover, whatever. Use that as toilet paper. Um, and then I got a new car. <laughs> Did you go to the art supply store? Did you make it to the art supply store? <laughs> no, fuck art. <laughs> um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Oh. Um, I think that would be to, everybody needs help at some point in their life, whether you're sick, whether, whatever you're going through, and I have a hard time letting people help me, and somebody told me once that letting somebody help you, you're actually helping them, because they're able to now do something, um, and you know that feeling when you get to help somebody, and that was the best advice I would say. Who is it going to die? I don't remember. <laughs> wow. That's wonderful. Um, 2020 was a really hard year for a lot of us for so many reasons. What one good thing came out of 2020 for you? Um, I think some deeper friendship relationships 
that um, there are now like family, some deeper family relationships. Um, I see friends waving now. Yes, you're the ones, COVID family, um, that may or may not have happened otherwise. And I love that about COVID. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> COVID is the sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> um, do you have any friends that are owning your own business, making something, selling something, trying something for the first time that you'd like to give a shout out to? Um, Sharon over here, Sharon Trial, is, she's an artisan and does the most amazing painting of furniture, houses, anything you've ever seen. So shout out to Sharon. Yeah. Um, I don't know any other people in here with businesses. Um, there's a ton of security I've heard of. That's my parents' business. <laughs>
Thank you. So if you don't laugh at the rest of my jokes, I will relapse. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's crazy. Like, now that I don't drink, my friends feel like they can't drink. We'll be at a restaurant, and we'll be like, I'll take a sparkling water. And we'll be like, oh, yeah, me too. Uh, just the water. Just the water. What other disease do people feel like they have to take on? If I had Tourette's, I'd be like, hey, I'll take a sparkling water. And they'd be like, hey, I'll take a cup fuck shit sparkling water, please. <laughs> no. Mm. Um, it's crazy, though. I hate that all the meetings smell like cigarette smoke and coffee. And I've only been to the Zoom meetings. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but one thing that you realize when you're sober is all the things you've never done sober. And I have never had sex sober. But don't worry, guys, I have a plan. I think I'm just going to have them spin me around five times so I don't feel weird when I throw up in the middle. It's weird, my grandmother's laughing harder than anyone. <laughs> men and women such different things about dating, and I feel left out. For instance, don't you guys think I deserve to know that I never forget my first blow job? It's memorable. <laughs> it's memorable, am I right, ladies? Yeah, I can't remember with a dick in your mouth, no? Thank you. 
be the greatest at dating because my mom thought the age appropriate age to give me a sex talk was 22. <laughs> and I just wish you guys were there to see that sweet cat of woman's face. <laughs> when she realized not only had that ship sailed, <laughs> but I was teaching a sailing lesson. <laughs>
and a little on the right for leverage. <laughs> and then she does something I have never seen a waxer do before. She takes a step back and settles in. And then why I was strapped in. <laughs> because I passed the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. But no one knew I was an American. <laughs> um, so, I've been getting a lot of surveys lately, which has given me the idea that maybe I should be sending surveys out to men after I sleep with them. You know, just get a little feedback. See what I'm doing right? Um, so I'm going to take you guys through, through the survey I'm planning on sending them. Here at Stephanie's Vagina, we really value your feedback. If you could take the short survey for Stephanie's Vagina, we'll be sure to use it to improve the experience. Question one. Before coming into Stephanie's Vagina, what other products did you consider? Products, is Stephanie's vagina better, the same, or worse? What's inside Stephanie's vagina? Did you find what you were looking for? And finally, how likely are you to recommend Stephanie's vagina to a co-worker, family member, or friend? Alright guys, I am going to leave you with this. I get a lot of feedback after my shows, mainly from men. Recently after a show, this guy was like, but they are pretty. Same guy, a few shows later, he was like, you're gonna be a terrible mother. And I was like, listen, dad. <laughs> Telling you, bro, she spits spray gas on the stage. She's hella funny, bro. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie Foster. Catch her on the stage, yeah, you know she's a monster. Hair done, nails did, always looking so proper. She the real deal, like some homemade pasta. Everywhere she goes, she flow like the water. And she's too hot for y'all, unlike your mama. Always cool, no need for drama. She spits spray gas like a petrol llama.